Buckle your seatbelts and keep your red light button very close. We got some big time recruits coming to Raleigh. You are locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? It's time to get locked in with Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On Wolfpack your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 bucks. If your team wins, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Happy Wednesday to all. As always, I'm Grayson Boone, joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle Kenton Gibbs. Kenton, we might see a whole lot of red lights in a very short amount of time. Uh, folks, beware. You won't know if you're on Hillsborough Street or in the red light district in Amsterdam. Kidding. You'll definitely know you're on Hillsborough Street. But guess what? We have some major Big time recruits coming through um, this weekend is going to be very interesting. And we already gotten our wind horse back about this weekend. But why so many? Why all at once? Why this weekend in particular? I'll tell you why. Because there is going to be a surge, a great push of players that are signed on that dotted line to wear the red and white next year. And I'm excited for it. I mean, Grayson, if you could just drop some of the names for these good people to let them know who's coming through Raleigh, talk to them for me. Of course, we've seen Wolfpack Tom, Tom Lavolsi on Twitter. He's been kind of hinting at it. He's been nudging at it. He's been mm-hmm. saying, you know, Wolfpack fans are going to be celebrating. There's some big-time talent to be coming on the way. I believe the Cavalry's coming. And it's going to start this week. I saw a long list of players that will be visiting Raleigh this week, all reported by Pack Insider, the biggest of which, at least, that I have my focus on, running back, Dalen Hollywood Smothers. Now, we mentioned Dalen just a couple weeks ago when he entered the portal, but here's a quick refresher. He is a transfer running back from Oklahoma. He's a Charlotte kid, high school teammates with KC Concepcion. He was the North Carolina High School Player of the Year in 2021. State was hot on his trail coming out of high school, and his offer list was extensive. All of the big names you can think of in college football They were on it, and State had their name in the mix. He's now in the portal. He's coming to Raleigh this week. Please, Lord, make Hollywood Smothers a part of the pack. Listen, Hollywood Smothers is a guy extremely explosive. He's got that even leaving speed. He's got that that short area ability to where if you got to tackle him and it's you and him in the phone booth, he'll still find a way to shake you up out that thing and take your shoes on the way out. This is a young man that is, you know, he came out of high school highly touted for a reason. For whatever reason it didn't work out at Oklahoma, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not asking no questions. Come on. Come on. If there aren't any serious red flags there, I want them. I want them bad. I want them in. You're just trading in one red and white for another red and white. They look a little better on you. Uh, You know, that red might be a little too crimson. Maybe a little too dark for you. You know what I mean? 
Let's get over here in this Wolfpack Red and White. I think he'll, you know, let's let's throw on the pieces and herb reunited and 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 have KC stand at midfield holding up the sign saying, "Will you be our RB one?" You know what I mean, and and all that good stuff. Because I I want to see this young man come on back home to Raleigh. Whatever red flags there may or may not be, we will happily take all of those red flags and be waving them from the top of Carter Finley when Hollywood prances into the end zone in the red and white. Come on home, Hollywood Smothers. We need you here. We got snaps to sell. You can be a star right Carries here in to sell. Receptions out the backfield to sell. Got a lot of things to sell. Come on. Let's see if you're buying it, brother. Moving on down the list here. Next, of course, we have Tamarcus Cooley. Now, if this name sounds familiar, it's because he's had a lot of relations with NC State over the past couple of years. Was previously committed to NC State way back when. He's a local kid from Nightdale. He was been up at Maryland. He's a talented three-star defensive back. Of course, like I just mentioned, his relationship with State has kind of seemed a little bit all over the place. Was committed here, then decommitted, kind of looked around a little bit, ended up at Maryland. Now back in the portal, and he's been he's been hinting, he's been nodding, he's been winking on Twitter. Certainly seems like this time around it's going to get done. But let me mention this. He's bringing company with him. Cornerback, also from Maryland, Corey Coley Jr. could be potentially bringing a whole lot of good experience with him. He's going to be joining Tamarcus on this visit this weekend. Like Kenton mentioned, this is a big deal. When you can get a package visit deal like this one, when you have a guy like Tamarcus Cooley, who, again, this is purely assumption, you got to assume he's basically in at this point. He's all but announced that he's going to commit. So when you bring a teammate of his from Maryland to come down here and you show him around, you got to feel pretty good about your chances there. Oh, absolutely. And let me tell you, uh, one of the things that uh, that NC State won me over with was uh, showing me college in because I didn't want to stay on campus, didn't want to RA and all that. And the other one was was taking me to cookout. Now, let me tell you something, okay? I'm sure that he's told that young man about cookout, but he ain't had that big double burger yet. He, he just ain't had one in the flesh yet. The, the price might have went up a little bit. You know what I mean? Inflation's gotten everything except Arizona tea. But the reality is, you know, I'm just saying, Riley has a lot to offer a young man like him. He's played extensively, I want to say, uh, while in Maryland. And, and so, you know, this could definitely be a thing where um, this could work out to where he could fill a potential gap left by, you know, hey, Aiden, if you want to come back, Aiden White, I'm not against it, not never going to be against that. But if he were to go into the league like many of us suspected he will, um, you know, there's, you know, you talk about snaps for sale. Congratulations. There's some more for you. As someone who spent many years growing up in Maryland, there is no cookout in Maryland. So once you get down here and you get that first taste of cookout, yeah, it'll smack you around a little bit. It'll let you know bit. where home is. A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. You know what I mean? They don't got those in Detroit either. I said, wait a minute, you'll get all this for $5? They said, yeah, $5. I said, oh, little did I know I was not going to be eating any while I played, but that's neither here nor there. This is absolutely a big deal getting uh, both of those guys on a visit this weekend. Another big name to watch is defensive lineman James Carpenter, potentially a transfer from James Madison. He spent the last two years second team all Sun Belt. And of course, the JMU team was undefeated for most of the year before slipping up against App State there, I believe in week 11. But JMU has a very talented defense, and Carpenter was a big piece of that this year. So if he finds his way down to Raleigh, I think we'd be getting a little bit of a steal here in James Carpenter. Here's the very interesting thing about the James Madison defense. In 2022, 
there was only one team in the nation, in the entire nation that did a better job of stopping the run. The the one team that was better than them at stopping the uh, run was some uh, some dog uh, team in Athens, Georgia. That's the only team that was better than James Madison at uh, stopping the run. And so with that being said, this young man was a big part of that. Like that's there's no if, ands, or but about that. There's no way around it. He has been special for that team over these past couple of years. And getting him to rally, that'd be a big steal. There's also a couple JUCO prospects to watch out for as well. Those have been announced on social media. I could find potentially the next Red Hibbler of the looking into the JUCO prospects seems to be getting popular with this coaching staff at NC State. But when you have a guy like a Red Hibbler, how could you turn away? There's certainly yeah. a lot of a lot of production we got from the JUCO level last year. Bishop Fitzgerald is another one that comes to mind. Some great defensive guys we picked up from the JUCO level. And the last one here, I've sort of stricken from my list because Pack Insider basically said that he was coming and now he's not coming. Not sure what to think of it at the moment. But like we mentioned, quarterback Ty Thompson from Oregon, former five-star quarterback coming out of high school. It was announced that he would be making a visit to Raleigh. Now it's announced that he's not coming to Raleigh. Not sure if that means that another announcement might be coming. Of course, we're still waiting on the Grayson McCall sweepstakes like we talked about on Tuesday. Yeah, A lot to keep track of here as this week goes on. And like I mentioned, you better keep that red light button very close to you. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you what. Again, folks, I know that NC State is very famous for the Krispy Kreme challenge, but the red light ain't on for that reason, okay? There's recruits coming hot out the oven here. Not uh, not wonderful glazed donuts, not making myself a little hungry. But the reality is, this is going to be a big weekend in recruiting. And I'll tell you this much. We are, this coaching staff is getting creative with ways to build a team. It's not just through recruiting. It's not 100% through the portal. It's not 100% through JUCO. They're finding the right balance and the right guys, however you get them. Up next, we're shedding a little bit of light on a coach at NC State that we feel deserves a whole lot more praise than maybe they've gotten after a quick word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the day is FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get up to $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's right, $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and continue winning this NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, middle portion of our Wednesday show. Like I mentioned, we wanted to shed a little bit of light on somebody in this NC State football program that we think deserves a whole lot more love than what they've been given here recently. And Kenton's got a number of stats here. Let's see if y'all can figure out who it is before we announce the name. So this gentleman has legitimately had two separate Hall of Fame careers at NC State, the first of which is second of all time in NC State history in terms of tackles with 476. Does that help you all out? It might have been a big giveaway there. Oh, it might have been a dead giveaway, but it's all right. If that hasn't helped you out enough, this gentleman was a part of the team that won the Gator Bowl with Phillip Rivers in a uh, massive win 
over Notre Dame. Is it starting to hit you yet? If it hasn't, this guy, I'll give you one last clue to help you out here. This gentleman with 24 tackles against Clemson, which I believe is uh, the second most in the game all time here, if not first, he single-handedly lifted the Wolfpack defense to a win in that game. Does that help you out at all? Well, it's our head strength conditioning coach, D'Antonio Burnett. Grayson, can you uh, pull up the slide? The reality is this quote from Bud Elliott describes the impact that Coach Thunder has had on this program. And I want to say this. When you look at it's so interesting when we have the conversation of Mount Rushmore guys in NC State, we don't think about Thunder. But why not? Why not? He legitimately, on top of being the second leading tackler in program history, being on one of the or the only double-digit win team in NC State history, on top of being a captain on that team, he came back and became our head strength, became an assistant strength conditioning coach, and then went on to become our head strength conditioning coach and has shown nothing but results since. This tweet from national correspondent Bud Elliott kind of sums up how, th- how well Thunder has done for this program. Never met the dude, but you don't go broke banking on Apple stock, Costco stock, or Coach Thunder's weight program. Now, for those of you who don't know, Apple stock has gone up by like thousands of percent <laughs> over like the last decade or two. Like, this is not a joke. This is not a game here. Can we go to the next slide, please? Thunder has done so much with, and I hate to, this is no disrespect or affront to the players. This is not a disrespect or affront to the coaches. This is more so saying that we pick guys that are in our culture, that are in our way of doing things. But even with that, we know that it's not necessarily the same level of talent at all times as you would get at some of these other schools that are on the list, like in Alabama, Georgia, or LSU, or Michigan, or Florida, et cetera. The most first-round picks that weren't five-star recruits in the last five years, we had Bradley Chubb, Garrett Bradbury, Ikemaquano. For those of you who don't know, Bradley Chubb was seen as the worst of the Chubb brothers between him and his big brother who played at Wake Forest. And look what he turned out to be. Uh, Garrett Bradbury, undersized tight end, turned into a first-round center. Big Ick had a brother who was um, in high school at the same time as he was. And everybody and their mama highly coveted the brother. Everybody and their mama was after the brother. And we seemed to turn Big Ick into, oh, well, Nothing serious, just the first offensive player off the board in his draft. These things are only possible because of player development. And you notice how those three players all play three different positions? They all, you know, you're not looking at like, oh, these, we're just developing O-linemen here. Oh, we're just de- or just developing tackles or just developing defensive linemen here or just developing outside receivers or slot receivers or cornerbacks. We're developing guys all over the place because Coach Thunder's strength conditioning program. Now, Coach Thunder took over as the head strength conditioning coach in 2016, at the beginning of 2016. Now, I grew to know him because uh, when I was on the team, he ran the long-term injury recovery program. And for those of you who don't know, I have two scars on on my left bicep and one on both of my Achilles because I had three long-term injuries. So Thunder and I spent a lot of time together, and I promise you, if you think I'm being biased, there's a reason we're presenting you with these numbers. This is comparing the number of of four- and five-star commits against the number of draft picks from 2017 to 2019. So even if you were to say, well, 2017 wasn't really 
you couldn't really count that to the 2016 weight room. Sure. 2018 and 2019, definitely so. And we finished fourth in terms of where our, our picks were versus our recruiting ranking with a plus 26 marking. Now, this is why thundering how well he does what he does is why a weekend like this is so important. Because we're looking at so many really amazing recruits that we see coming in to a program like this, to a strength and conditioning program like this, that is absolutely crushing it, that is absolutely cranking out pro after pro after pro. We talk about Justin Jones, who is now uh, on the Bears and up for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Guess how that happens? Three-star turned into the player that he is. Of course, he's a, he was a great player in his own right. You know, I know the young, known him for quite some time. We played together. He was a good dude. He was developed into what he is. Great, Thankfully, a lot to Thunder. Same thing with B.J. Hill. Good player out of high school. Really good player out of Oberon High. He was developed into what he is, by and large, by Thunder. I'm going to tell you like this. When I went on my official visits, all of my coaches told me, get familiar with the strength and conditioning coach. Do you know why, Grayson? It matters. And do you know why it matters? Because you spend more time with them than you do with your position coach, your coordinator, or the head coach. That's just the way the rules are set up in the NCAA. The rules are set up that you will be spending exponentially more time with the strength and conditioning coach and the strength and conditioning program than you will with the actual um, with your actual position coach, coordinator, or head coach. That's just the rules. That's just how it shakes out. And Thunder has done a phenomenal job. And I'm going to say this as a last thing here, okay? I talked about his playing career being one of those that I believe is worthy of being on that NC State Ring of Honor. But even if you don't agree to that, you cannot look at the results. You objectively cannot look at the results that Thunder is putting out in terms of what he is doing with the players he's given and say that as a coach, he doesn't belong in that ring of honor. There is no way that you can say that. And there is no way that you can say, whatever that man is getting paid, double it. He deserves it. Whatever that man is getting paid. I'm not one to pocket watch, but he was listed as the 26th highest paid uh, strength conditioning coach in the, in the NCAA. I'm just going to say this. There is no way under God's green earth he should be. I'm not saying give him a show. Hey, Otani, 700 million. I ain't saying him that. But I'm saying that that man should be happy, healthy, and more abundantly, abundantly taken care of. Because when you compare his work to other strength conditioning programs, it's not even close. And here's the last thing I'll say. The ability to guys who are starters in producing, it's a reason. How many guys have we seen in NC State that were starters, that were playing big minutes, didn't have any injury, anything happened to them, that just wanted to transfer out? Very few. Not many. That There's a reason for that because they know if I start here, if I play here, if I do what I need to do here, I've stayed healthy here, I'm going to the league. I'm going to do my future, my ticket is in my hand because of, again, the player development and the strength and conditioning coach that Thunder is. D'Antonio Burnett, that is my, my main man's right there. And, and to, to, not, to not give him his flowers would be in a complete – and utter travesty because, again, regardless of who we're talking about in terms of Mount Rushmore for NC State, I challenge you to find somebody that has been as impactful for as long as he has to this program. You know, we talked so much recently about Peyton Wilson and what he's meant to this defense and all the awards that he won, but even Peyton Wilson did not become Peyton Wilson 
without Coach Thunder. You yeah. think about the injuries that Peyton Wilson had to go through during his time at NC State. All that time rehabbing, of course, a lot of that was spent which with Coach Thunder. And yeah. to get Peyton into the shape he was able to get into for 2023 and then go out and have one of the best defensive seasons we've ever seen here at NC State, guess who needs to get the credit for that in addition to Peyton? That is Coach Thunder. Yeah. And yeah. when you think about NC State at this point, you can't tell the story of NC State football without Coach Thunder. He has Absolutely. meant that much to this program, and it's about time that he starts getting all of the praise that would reflect. Kenton mentioned the idea for this portion of the show to me a couple days ago, and you know, as soon as he said it, I was like, how have we not talked about this already? Because that's, that's yeah. how much he means to this program. His impact in the development of players – and getting players to the league. NC State has sort of built this reputation of player development, and a lot of yeah. that goes to Dave Dorn, which it should. But when you get three-star players in, like a Bradley Chubb, who comes in and leaves as a first-round draft pick, that's incredible. That is incredible. Mm -hmm. And NC State gets a lot of that reputation because of the hard work put in by Coach Thunder, the impact from Coach Thunder. So Coach Thunder is NC State football. Through absolutely through. absolutely i a thousand percent agree with you tough hard-nosed guy they said he was undersized and wanted to play uh fullback coming out of college and he said no i'm a linebacker nc state gave him the ability to do so and he showed above he showed out above and beyond what anybody could have measured on the field and then he came back here as a coach and has done so in this program as well like i said nc state whatever he, whatever he's making whatever he's doing you know, uh, what What do they say? Double it and give it to the next guy. He's the next guy. Double <laughs> it and give it to him, okay? Because he deserves all of it. Anyway. Up next, we're going to round out our Wednesday show with a little bit of a quick recap of the men's basketball game that took place on Tuesday night after a quick word from our sponsors. Our second sponsor of the day is LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of over a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is much easier when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats that they might not be able to have the time or resources to hire. So thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Rounding out our Wednesday episode with a quick recap of the men's basketball game on Tuesday evening. The Wolfpack took down UT Martin by a score of 81-67. to Another game with a little bit of a slow start for the Wolfpack, and unfortunately, it seems like that's been a little bit of a trend here recently. I'd say probably since like the BYU game. So ultimately, we're happy with the win. We'll get into some of these player performances on Tuesday night, but I'll tell you where a slow start out of the gates won't fly, and that is this Saturday night down in San Antonio, against Tennessee. We mentioned on Tuesday's episode, State is still sort of finding an identity outside of relying a lot on just DJ Burns. Yeah. Tennessee's going to put that to the test because they got a big man 
that's going to be a really, really tough matchup for DJ Burns. So every bit of that identity crisis needs to be at least addressed heavily before we scamper on down to San Antonio on Saturday. But talking about this matchup that took place on Tuesday night, DJ Burns, and mentioning DJ Burns, he had a double-double, 10 points, 12 boards, 4 assists on 5 of 13 shooting. He felt like a little bit more like DJ Burns in this game. At least, it, yeah. it, you know, a little bit a little bit more bounce to his step, it looked like in this one. Dennis Parker Jr., double-double, 14 points, 10 boards on 6 of 12 shooting, 2 of 5 from 3-point land. This freshman, man, insane. Insane. Mm-hmm. The projectable growth on Dennis Parker Jr., falls off of the face of the map. Maybe the story of the game on Tuesday night was the other DJ, DJ Horn. On on Tuesday's episode, I wanted to see a lot from DJ Horn in this type of game. 22 points, 7 of 12 shooting, 6 of 10 from three-point land. Lit it up from downtown. Shout out to DJ Horn. We need a whole lot of that moving forward. Absolutely, and, and I'm I'm upset that you missed DJ Burns five blocks in that thing. We True. I have long clamored for some rim protection from the pack. I've long clamored. Hey, we need somebody, and I get it. I get that you. You can't have both normally, right? If you have a guy who has the offensive, um, who is an offensive force like DJ Burns is most nights, you don't also get a great rim protector with that. And if you do, congratulations, you got him for six months, and he's going to the NBA. Yeah. But but for him to have a game like this to show, hey, I'm capable, I'm getting the timing, I'm not getting fouls while I'm blocking shots, that's big time. That's big time because against a team like Tennessee where they got a lot of lefties, they kind of slow it down on you, they're, they're deceptive with their pace and, and getting to the rim, you're going to need somebody back there to protect the rim when, you know, inevitably sometimes players beat folks off the dribble and whatnot. And so with that being said, this this, you know, this type of defensive effort from DJ means a lot, and it'll it'll mean a lot to see uh, what this looks like against Tennessee, but you're absolutely right. We cannot get off to another slow start. We cannot go through another, oh, I'm going to sleepwalk my way through the first half of the first half. No, no, you'll get the wheels whooped off you by Tennessee if you do that. Also need to continue to try and find effective rotations too. Now that you have MJ Rice back in the mix, yeah. MJ Rice needs a whole lot more playing time, and I understand – they're still ramping him up. Just 16 yeah. minutes on Tuesday night. He had seven points. But you can tell, you can see it that MJ Rice is one of the best players on the floor when he is on it. Absolutely. This game against Tennessee, you need as much MJ Rice as you can possibly have to give yourself a good shot. But I'll tell you who else is playing themselves in more minutes. LJ Thomas. Yeah. He plays hard, tough-nosed basketball, man. He mm-hmm. is making winning plays more and more consistently when he gets thrown into the mix. And I saw Keats's comments post-game on Tuesday, basically saying LJ started to come along and sometimes sitting on the bench will make you, make you think about it a little bit, make you want to get in there and make a difference. LJ Thomas, is he's earned himself a couple more minutes here coming down the stretch. He's thinking about it. He's thought about it. He's acting on it. This is a young man that plays, you know, he plays every minute like it's his last. And you absolutely, is. how do you not root for a guy like that? How do you not root for a guy like him who from the ste- second he steps on that court to the second that he, that he uh, sits back down next to, you know, whoever on the bench, he is activated. He is involved in hell, even on the bench when he's cheering and clapping on his teammates, it's, it's the energy is there and you feel all of the things there. So this is a, a young man that, you know, 
he can be that special piece that kind of takes you over the top in terms of a guy who may not play the most, may not have all the things or whatever the case may be. But when they go in, oh, you better believe the energy in the game will be lifted uh, for your team. Next big test for Pac basketball, of course, is Saturday night down in San Antonio facing off against the Tennessee Volunteers. We're going to have a lot more details on this matchup coming up on Friday's show, so be sure to tune in for that one. That'll do it for us here on Wednesday. As always, be sure to hit that like button, drop your comments in the comment box, tell us what you thought about the Pac basketball win on Tuesday night, tell us what you think about the recognition that Coach Thunder deserves, and tell us, of course, because all of our comments have been revolving around it, tell us what you think about this massive week for transfer portal recruiting. Tell us what you think the likelihood of each recruit is and tell us who you are desperately wanting to see in the red and white. That'll do it for us here on Wednesday. Until tomorrow, go Pack. Go Pack.